Zone, what's up? This is another episode of the Red Zone Rumble, coming from your two favorite Alabamians, coming to put a little taste of the South in your mouth. I am Andrew, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Spencer. Say what's up, Spencer. I appreciate the, the lovely compliment. It's wonderful. How are we doing, Red Zone? Hope you uh, enjoy the podcast. So we have had a decent amount of stuff happen before, I mean, even before today, just with the rule changes on that, that we're going to tackle. And we've tried our best to um, organize them in the smoothest way possible. So, um, Spencer, are you excited for this cycle, though? How, what's your hype like right now? Uh, I'm ready to, to finish 8-8 eight eight every season at best, and it's going to be good. <laughs> are we going to see a playoff appearance from you this season for the cycle? Uh, that's, that's a question you're going to have to ask Kelly because uh, he's the gatekeeper right now. <laughs> I got you. Well, without further ado, we'll start going down our list here. So, wait, 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 wait. We we can't we can't start without asking what you think is going to happen in your division. Yours is the well, spicy division. I I don't know. I think I mean I don't want to say I'm dog walking everybody. I think I have a really good chance to win it. Um, probably out the gate. Uh, it all depends on out what, the gate. Like, yeah. It depends on what white Greg we see. I think it's going to take Jim a little bit to build those Jags up. I've never played Silk. We kind of talked about that pre-pod, so I don't know what to expect. But it depends on what white Greg we see. Because, you know, near the end of the cycle, he was up in the playoffs. I think he upset Adele in the playoffs. So it all depends. Yeah, we're going to talk more about division stuff. But, man, I feel like you're going to win. I think you could do it. And JP's on the, the Andy train, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm upset I missed that. Yeah, it was pretty good. That's a good podcast. Shout out to uh, the commissioners and Ram fan. Oh, yeah. Well, let's get to it. So I think I'm going to pass this one to you because you were there for the podcast. We're going to tackle some of the rule changes. I unfortunately had to work. So I'm going to let you take control of this segment here. Well, um, by the way, my, uh, I just said Ram fan. Always shout out Ram fan. But that was the uh, commissioners, I guess, podcast in their office or whatever. And they did some rule changes. Uh, we get the rule changes, and they're they're really significant. Like the way we play in red zone is going to be drastically affected by uh, the rule changes. And, and so the rule changes go as follows: There's no more restrictions on left sticking, on zones, on strafing. So that those restrictions are lifted. What do you think about that? I think I think the commissioners are going to have their hand full, 100. percent What do you think? Um, that? I. I've only played like two games at the new Madden. And I mean, left sticking is a lot harder, but people are going to figure it out and figure out a way to kind of use that to their advantage. I think it'll eventually be uh, reset before the end of the cycle. I uh, do like the, the no, don't understand your zone or strafing thing. That's not saying your zone may get changed as well. Cause I think Kelly said, Aston's going to figure out how to take a linebacker and cover half the field. Um, I just I don't I do like the no strafing thing just off of it. That was my biggest thing when I first got here was worried too much about being in my zone and worried too much about when to turn. And so I think that'll help a lot of the new guys kind of be more free and more comfortable and not worry about those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so with left sticking, I saw that, that clip of, of whatever was on Twitter. Now, I don't think that's going to be like what our league looks like because we have people who are sensible enough to to know that, that is not cool or whatever. But like 
there's like spin moves are really annoying right now, but like I don't think it's going to get to the extent where uh, it's going to have to be mandated or changed or whatever by commissioners because I mean the change of direction matters, uh, and those guys who are really good at running the ball, the Jakes of the league, are going to run the ball efficiently. Uh, they're going to do it with or without left sticking. Um, but a lot of us, and this is kind of what I've noticed, is despite the rule changes, we still kind of do the same thing. Like we still stay in our zone. We still strafe because we don't want to give up position. And I think that's uh, that's kind of going to be the meta of the first season, but it's going to be interesting to see how it goes going forward. Oh, yeah. I think the most important thing, especially with the left stick thing, is people, I guess, worried about um, having more fun than winning because if somebody figures out how to cheesily do that and they just want to win a ring, then it's going to go downhill. As long as we keep the integrity of everything, which is the most important thing. Win at all costs, baby. <laughs> yeah, I still won't be able to figure out how to do it. So, me, so you yeah, I'm, you're going to get texts and I will be upset. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, happen. So what, what else we got? So outside of that, that was just kind of the restrictions and things we're used to seeing. But like quarterback runs, I think this is a really cool rule. Uh, this is a really good compromise. Uh, quarterback runs are going to, if you opt into doing this, uh, they're going to count up to, to, I guess, up to rushes to 20. Uh, so wide receiver, running back, and quarterback, if you opt into it, you have to end up with 20 rushes at the end of the game. I, I like that. Um I guess I was texting you, and just my questions on it were like, you opt in for a season or for a game, or that's like I'm not going to do it either way because Derrick Henry. I'm not running with Ryan Tannehill purposely, Mm-mm. so Derrick Henry will get 20 by himself no matter what, so it doesn't matter. Um, but that is very interesting. Um, Adele is going to have a blast. Uh, you're going to feed the narrative, Tyler. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's that's going to help out help guys out a lot, and. Uh, we had some rushing issues last year, so hopefully this will kind of eliminate those. We should have known that as soon as uh, he got Lamar Jackson, this rule was going to change, and I think most of us did. Um, just you know, that just this is the nature of the beast. Um, but I think I mean I've been an advocate for this rule for the past couple of cycles, uh, especially last cycle, and so have uh, many others in the league, including like Ian Johns um, and so on. But, like, you're rushing quarterbacks a lot of the time. You know, you're running read options. You're running uh, shovel options. You're doing all these different uh, things to your quarterbacks. And you're running – or you're you're losing rushes to your running back. And there ends up being suspensions, and that ends up being – affecting the win-loss column. I think it's a really good change, man. I think it's a great compromise, and uh, it's good. So, you were an advocate for this in a division that started off with Drew Brees, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, and Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I uh, I look around at, like the, the guys who had Kyler Murray's and the Lamar Jackson's of the league, and I was like, well, they're, like I said, they're losing their, their player because, you know, they're not running the ball enough with their running back. So, it's like now that I have Kyler Murray, of course I'm an advocate for it uh, because – it kind of drastically affects how you coach a game, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so, um, you got there's a couple more here, so let's keep rolling. So, uh, I think you're going to be really sad about this, Andrew. I don't know. Um, but there is no more D-line play. What do you think? I'm not upset about it. 
I played against King John. I wanted it. I was like, that's what I was saying in chat. It is sad if I'm on that no D line bus. Like that's how <laughs> fed up with it I was. Um, and I definitely think I won't be as bad in coverage since we've kind of how I mentioned earlier. I was too nervous about like if I was playing linebacker and a running back came out to flat and curled like four yards in front of me, can I go cover that? Because that's not where my zone art is. I'm going to go cover that now. Um, it just takes that away from me i think i've been told that by a couple guys that played me like you're too stiff in your zone like you can move around a bit but i was too scared to so they kind of helped me out with the no strafe and all that other good stuff but uh, i definitely think we'll see how players that predominantly did the user d line like myself and king john will can i guess strategize on the defensive end instead of just hoping to get to the quarterback in two seconds and not have to do anything else yeah i know like you guys played that predominantly. Uh, do you think that guys who played D-line, are they going to have some form of uh, fall-off from success? Like we've talked a bit about King John. We're going to talk about that a lot more later too. Do you think success is going to be affected by the fact that you have to play linebacker, the fact that you have to play zone uh, or a safety or whatever? Um, I, I think it could 100%. Um, the whole reason I use a D-line is because it worked. You know, yeah. like I'm – have it happen against me and then I'm not going to do it because I know it works but um we're going to see how like I kind of said they're going to have you're going to have to move around your defensive back some because you're not going to get that instant pressure where you panic throw like somebody makes somebody panic throw um we're going to see how your field vision is just seeing where the receivers go and all that and watch people get behind you um so it's First season is going to be time for guys like myself and King John to prove ourselves that we're not just doing the easiest thing, that we can do the other things. Just defensive line was the best thing to do at the time. Yeah, the question really is going to be, is King John going to still have the same uh, form of success as he had in prior in the prior cycle? And I think he will, but, you know, there are some who are critics and, and don't think he will. But I think, you know, he's, he's a good offensive. We'll, we'll talk more about that. And the last rule that we have, and it's really not that big of just we don't spend a whole lot of time on it, is that the season-long bands are out. So if you're not if you're not meeting a certain amount of rushes, like a certain percentage, like you have to have 70 and uh, 30% allocation to each running back or whatever, or uh, catches, they're not going to suspend your player anymore. Uh, that's at least how I interpret the rule. Could be absolutely one hundred percent wrong, but I mean, it's it's it is what it is, you know. Oh, yeah, that's that's how I took it as well because they said they're testing out the fatigue system. Um, Derrick Henry has like ninety eight stamina, so I'm cool with it. Take that rule away, get it out of here, and just let me, let me run the rock. Well, time. yeah, like why why would you run the the ball with your backup running back? Well, now you do because of fatigue, but like uh, beforehand. You know, why would you run the ball with anyone else but Derrick Henry? So, like, because yeah. he's just that good. And I definitely like um, kind of how I think White Greg was saying, and like you're in an end goal situation and you have to split those touchdowns. Like, I'm not going to give it to Derrick Henry on the two yard line because I need my backup to get a touchdown. Yeah, that's, that's going to give just, the ball to Derrick Henry. It's insane. Why would you do that? You know, but like now we've we've made the rule better and it's a good thing. You know, it's I'm, I'm glad that's happened. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, so is that all the major rule changes there? Yeah, I believe so. All right, let's move down to our next bullet point. The red zone has now um, accepted a third commissioner into that little party, um, Mr. Moji. 
Um, first of all, congratulations to him. I'm not going to sit here and slurp emoji, but I personally couldn't think of a better person to get this position. Um, just how prominent he's been in the red zone, just on the field and in the chat and helping me out as a, as a young buck. Um, so do you think the, that will make commissioner lives easier or adding a third person may add a little bit of, uh, make it a little bit more hectic in there. But before I do any of that, of course, I have to extend my congratulations as well. It's a big deal. Uh, and, you know, I don't – and Emoji is our lovable uh, – for lack of better words, he's the asshole of the league. Um, but he's a good one. He's good to have, and he's going to bring a lot to the table for them. Oh, 100%. Um, I just want to say while we're talking about him – so, guys, when you need commissioner help, go to Moji last because I still need him to see my DMs about my team issues. <laughs> um, he's, he hasn't made it 100% clear that he will still be my vet. And so I might be on the free agency market if you're looking to take any young Red Zone user. If not, it'll go Adele, JP, Moji in your, in your DMs there. Um, that's another thing. I think adding him right before or right when we're doing this no left circle and all that, will help because I'm sure there'll be some complaints and now Moji can help handle them. Moji will not sugarcoat anything. He'll tell you if you're being a little puss or not. So Indeed, he will. And uh, play your role, Moj, from last night. There you go. Play your role. Oh, goodness. All right. So how long ago did Madden 22 come out? A week or two? Two weeks? Well, it came out. It's kind of hard to say. So the trial thing happened um, and – you know, people were losing time, people getting extra accounts, whatever. So I think September, no, October, no, sorry, August 17th was the official early release. All right, so that was a few weeks ago. And um, so what, I've only played it a couple times. So my, I haven't played anything online. I just did a play now with my roommate. Um, and I played a little bit of off-cloud off franchise just to have some fun. Um, so, in your opinion, you've played some scrimmages and all that. The state of the game, what are you taking from it? What do you like? What do you not like? What's the biggest issues right now? All that good stuff. Uh, so, for me, I think uh, you know they finally fixed the desyncs and the franchise that came from the scenarios. They uh, took them about a week or two to do that. Uh, but it was necessary because it was game-breaking. You couldn't play uh, people unless you know, you're know you not touching. And we had to get the fix offline, but – um, you could not play without uh, not touching your scenarios. You could not game plan. You could not do your your press conferences. And that's really annoying. Like, it's it's really annoying, and they fixed that. Um, so, it made, gameplay-wise, it looks good, though. Like, do you agree? Oh, yeah. I, I really – I love the gameplay. It's world's different. I like how realistic the kind of change of direction is where you can't just left-stick somebody. You run around a CPU or anything like that. Um, gameplay feels – as, as realistic as I can remember from any Madden, honestly. Um, so I love that. But I, like I said, I didn't experience any of these desync issues. It sounded like a real pain. Um, but I'm definitely excited for excited for the new the new cycle. Um, now, I, I preface that by saying, you know, it's good, but we're still waiting on. Like, we can't – like, Red Zone would still – like, we would be in season one, and we would be rocking and rolling. But right now, you know, we can't because we're waiting on a scouting fix, and EA has not given us a timeline on that yet. And there's been discussion. I want to see what you think about this. Um, there's been discussion about, you know, what happens if we don't get a timeline by the end of September. You know, do we, you know, if we're waiting on a date and we don't get a date, and by October, you know, we're moving forward with what we've got. 
Um, so what do you what do you think about that? So what is I'm kind of out of the loop. What's the entire issue with scouting to begin with? I guess. So scouting, and this is an, uh, this is kind of you know review for all the folks who are listening. Um, scouting has been revamped, and they have showed us some, you know some screenshots that were in beta of, of these fancy you know you go to you have different scouts that go to different regions of the country, and they're going and, and you know you have to make them go to these places. And they're going to give you scouting updates on them. It's very in depth. It's not more. It's more than just a you know a click three times you know he's got an a a here he's got a b minus here or whatever it's in depth and but they're not putting that in yet you know it's kind of an, an in-game update that comes in time like a patch yeah um i mean i'm i'm an advocate for starting as soon as possible i'm i'm excited for this i've been ever since team draft i've been ready um but so if we say we start tomorrow and that update comes out will it go into our franchise or not since we started prior well that's the issue is like we we have to wait because it will not because ea has already said hey we're not going to put, like throw these into franchises that are already happening you have to restart your franchise oh that's obnoxious yeah so that's the point in waiting it's kind of it's, it's really annoying and i know you've been out of the loop but like um the question is for you as somebody's you know, like now exposed to that idea uh are you willing to wait for something that's in depth and, and adds to franchise, or are you going to kind of just forego that without knowing and play it? And now, like we know where we're leaning, we're going to wait until the end of the you know September. But like, what happens after? Oh yeah, um, I'm 100 percent down to wait. That sounds like a really cool concept and adds to makes it a little bit more realistic where you don't just get on and press three buttons. You have to think about where you're sending your people and um, you scout who you want to scout and uh i think it's a really cool idea and i'm down to wait as much as it will kill me yeah i uh i'm down to wait to an extent i don't want because i know red zone like we should be playing right now Uh, we should be having kickoff games we should be like you know we should be doing the entire experience and it's kind of it's obviously it comes down to ea and they're annoying anyway but you know um hopefully they come out with something soon i don't know Speaking of kickoff games, do you think we were snubbed in that vote? You think so? Uh, I uh, there are better games. Um, <laughs> but I think we're I think we're top three, but we're not top two. That's unfortunate. I was I was hoping that we would get we would get live national coverage, but hey, we got some votes. It, it don't matter. Did we really get some votes? I think we did. I know. Uh, I saw a couple guys in chat who who wanted it, and I know I voted for it because I I love the coverage, but. We're two. Oh, yeah. we're, we're bottom feeders, Andrew. You have to remember that we're bottom feeders, man. Like this is like great value, Kelly and Aston. Like severely great value, like Dollar General great value, Kelly and Aston. Absolutely. Yep. One hundred percent. I guess they didn't. They didn't. They didn't think of that. Well, uh-huh. we have, we don't have rings. Okay, we don't have. We have uh, nothing to show for that. Yeah, we have one playoff appearance between the two of us, and it's because. And then as soon as I got there, King John blew my back out forty-four nothing. Well, King John also knocked me out of playoff contention by like thirty points. So, yep. So we can relate on that. Yep. All right. Well, let's get down to the nitty gritty of this divisional breakdown because coaches are new everywhere. I think besides Longville, who went back to Cleveland. Um. So let's go ahead and is there a certain one you want to start with, or do you? Just, I have it pulled up in Discord, so we can go straight down the AFC and NFC if you want to. It's up to you. Let's start. Let's start in the NFC, man. Uh, let's start in the North and kind of just make our way around geographically. All right. Well, in the North, we have 
I'll go through who's where, and then we'll break them down. So we have JP at Chicago, your brother, Brandon, at Detroit, Glenn at Green Bay, and Aston in Minnesota. What do you think about all those? I don't know, Andrew. I uh, think this is going to be a really – this is a chalky division, but I'm also a big JP fan. I got him getting in. Oh, yeah. I think uh, it all depends on – I think Justin Fields is going to be – Pretty decent out of the – I mean, I haven't used him yet. I assume he's pretty decent in Madden just because he's fast and he's not the worst quarterback ever. Um, it, I think your brother was a little checked out last season or last cycle. Um, I know he's won a ring, but I haven't seen that Brandon pop up, and especially in Detroit. I don't think that team's going to be fun to use. Um, I think it's going to be very easy to kind of check out with that team as well. Um, Glenn having to – I guess though Jordan Love in there after a season or two, and he never really got anything in New England rolling. And then there's Aston, who doesn't matter who he has, he almost – I mean, he was killing it with the Broncos. So uh, he's got a better receiving core. He's got one of the best running backs and really good defense. So, Well, before – you know, this is important to note that Aston wants to start Kellen Mond. He doesn't even want to play Kirk Cousins, who's – and typically, you say, hey, follow the money. You know, Kirk Cousins is making millions of dollars as your quarterback one. He's going to sit him. I, I don't – I guess. I don't think – I mean, in, in their life, at least, I would never let Kellen Mond start in the NFL. But I don't think if Kellen Mond is going to be that guy you want to turn your cycle-long offense over to. Um, but Aston has developed – didn't he two seasons ago develop Tyree Jackson or two cycles ago? He did. I mean, so he's the guy definitely to do it, but I don't I don't know what Kellen looks like attribute-wise on Madden, but I, I wouldn't trust him. Um, I hope, I guess going back to what you said, I hope JP makes some noise with Chicago. It's not a bad roster. Um, it's all going to depend on how he does with Justin Fields, and I know he's been wanting that since Justin or Chicago took him. So Yeah, big time. Uh, but here's how I have it shaken out. Um, I don't know. Yours do not reflect what mine look like, so I'll, I'll say that first. Um, I've got the Vikings. I've got them winning 14 games, but they're they're losing two divisional games. Um, uh, and I now that's me being hopeful that JP you know goes in there and he and he does this job um, because you know we've seen flashes of JP here and there, but like he's invested, he wants to win with Justin Fields. The Bears team is not that bad, but the issue is that now their secondary is depleted. So I've got the Bears winning 10 games, and then I've got the Lions and the and the Packers. Uh, filling it out at the bottom. Oh yeah, no, I I did not look through all the schedules to do with the record thing, but I definitely think it's it's going to be Vikings, Bears, and then Lions and Packers. Whatever their record is, I just think how that division is going to shake out. Very easy. Yep. All right. Where do you want to move to the East next? Yep. Let's do it. All right. NFC East. We have. I don't. Who is that? I don't know their Discord tags at the Cowboys. So Dallas is Pat. Pat, yeah, Pat at Dallas, Toff at Philly, Montgomery in New York with the Giants, and Jake back at the football team. What do you think of all those? Jake's a homer. <laughs> He's a homer, and he loves the football team, uh, and he, he even donated to the charitable foundations of, uh, of Washington last night, which was so, – what a guy, you know? What a guy. Oh, yeah. Um. I, I really like Pat and Dallas. I I like it a lot. Um, I mean that roster is just I think 
not anything against Pat, but a lot of people can go in there and make some noise just right out of the right out of the gate with CD, Coop, Gallup, Zeke, and Dak. And I think it wouldn't matter much, but they're maybe in the running to get Cam Newton from stuff I've somewhat read. Mm-hmm. I think it picked up Will Greer. Um, I mean, that's a really good roster. And defensively, they still got D-Law, Jalen Smith. I mean, that's a really good team. Do you think he wins well in Dallas? I, I don't know. Um, there's a – I mean, later on down the road, we'll talk about people. I mean, we both know Kelly and where he's at. He's going to absolutely kill it, and he's going to be hard to beat. Um, other than that, uh, Rock in Tampa Bay, but he has a two-year window before he's kind of got to go. He might win one, honestly. Um, the AFC is going to have the same two or three people every season. So he might he might sneak one out. What do you think? Lots of parity in the NFC, like you were saying. Uh, Dallas has a loaded offense. Like, they're really, really good. And they're younger, and he, they're on good contracts. Um, so And Dak just got re-signed. So, like, he's got his quarterback figured out. He doesn't have to go and get an Archer brother, even though he won a ring with one. Um, but the defense can cause for concern, like, at least in Madden. Like, in real life, they're really good, but, like, you look at guys like Demarcus Lawrence and guys like Jalen Smith, and they're really good at Madden. Um, but where are they at age-wise? I'm not sure. I'm not, I can't really uh, speak to that. But I know that uh, playing against the Cowboys, I know like their defensive attributes. Like offensively, they're like an 87 overall, but defensively, they're like an 81. Um, so that could, I mean, that causes for concerns. But you know, if my boy Pat is not playing in zones, he's going to be run that Tampa two or at Tampa three, and it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Vander Esch on the trade block yet either, so I guess he's sticking with them. Wow. Uh, going to be nice not to see that every day when I check the trade block. <laughs> yeah. uh, every off, day. Off in Philly, um, the Jalen Hurts project. A boy, Reed. How how do you think he's going to pan out there? question is, is, is he going to run with Jalen? And, you know, how good is Jalen Madden? I don't know. He's probably like – uh, high 70s, low 80s. He had a really good season. So, I mean, I think he's going to be really good with him, man. Yeah, as long as he can run an offense where Jalen Hurts will be his strongest at, and it's probably more of a short pass, read option type thing, because Jalen Hurts isn't going to sit back and dot anybody up by any means. But no. an offense spit to Jalen, I think he can do really well. Um, he has Miles Sanders, who Adele made, I think he made a 99 overall last year. Um, so I think he can do, he can make a little bit of noise there, especially with the other two teams in the division. Not that Jake or Montgomery are bad by any means, but that's, I don't like those, those rosters right now. Man, I think, I think Jake's going to win nine games season one. That's if you want a hot take, there's your hot take. I don't know if that's a hot take for everyone else. I think Jake, despite the roster and the state that it's in, which I'll be honest with you, still isn't even that bad. Uh, you know, Jake's going to pound the rock. He's going to make it happen with Fitzmagic, and he's going to win nine games. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, we'll go to Jake now since you led into that there. Um, uh, just a matter of how good Fitzpatrick is. I mean, if he – I haven't played Jake much, I think twice, and he likes to run – if he likes to run the ball, I mean, Gibson's really good. Um, he's also a pretty good receiving back, so he can do those short passes as well and not have to worry about Fitzmagic throwing him into a victory. But if he does, he's got Terry McLaurin still. Um, Scary Terry, baby. And they are building a, a good defense um, throughout the draft and all that, so have some nice young pieces. Um, if he's not 
successful immediately. I think he definitely will be um, mid-cycle. Um, if he can get a quarterback that's not Cameron Killings and do well with him, I think he'll, he'll pan out well. Yeah. Um, th- how long is Fitzmagic going to be the man? You know, that's is he going to go and draft another quarterback? So, uh, but I think the sky's the limit for Jake, just a matter of what he wants to do and how he chooses to build that team. He can kind of, with quarterback, go any direction he wants to. Um, I hope he doesn't trade his entire future for another one in the draft. But if he wants to and if it pans out, good for him. Um, so, Montgomery in New York with the Giants. How you feeling? Man, and uh, Monty's awesome, really super awesome dude. But, like, I also – do not like this roster like at all. This offensive line is atrocious. Daniel Jones is very, very uh, mediocre. He's not, you know, it's this awesome talent. And, you know, they don't have a ton of pieces up there that are going to lead to a lot of victories. So I think it's more on the roster than Monty. But, uh, you know, I think there's going to be some growing pain season 70. The thing I – like about the Giants is I think if Aston got a hold of the Giants, he would be a Super Bowl contender immediately. I outside like their skill positions are really stacked. They have Saquon Barkley and their receivers are Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, John Wall. They have Evan Ingram. Um and they just drafted I don't want to say that Kadarius Tony, I think. So skill position wise, they are really good. It's just he's going to have to find a way to get it to the guys in space and let them do what they do. Yeah, Saquon is obviously like he's gonna. He's a great player. He's a great. I mean, he's elite. He's gonna be an X factor running back, and he's going to win some games for Monty. But uh, the defense is it, it really just. It, there's nothing positive to say about their defense. Um, yeah, their skill players are they're very good, bad and wise. Oh yeah, that's kind of going to the defense thing for him to be able to win a lot of games. He's gonna have to get in a shootout. And user wise, I don't think he showed that he can go shootout with the upper elite of the league because um, he's fairly new. So he's still got his user growing pains to get worked through. And then, uh, but he's got, he's got a little bit of time to build the defense. We can see what he can do fully as a GM. Cause I believe he took a team over mid cycle last year. So we can see what he gets round zero with the team. Absolutely. I agree with that. So this is kind of how I have the division shaking out. Uh, I've got, Dallas and Philadelphia winning 13 games. And that's, you know, that sounds maybe outlandish, but I've seen what Toff could do if he locks in and he's, he's enjoying the game. Uh, I think he's going to win some games. And I think Pat winning 13 games is not a, a cult or a hot take whatsoever. But then I've got the football team following up at nine and eight, and then Monty with the Giants at two and 15. Um, yeah. The standings-wise, I agree with that. Like I said, I didn't go as far as doing records. But standings-wise, I 100% agree with you there. And I think those records aren't that far off either. Staying chalky, baby. Uh, but, I mean, can Reed win 13 games? Uh, we saw flashes in the pan in Tampa Bay last year. Um, and he's got he's got some decent weapons on this team. Let's see how he does. All right. And now let's go to your division, the NFC West, with – Kelly in San Francisco, you in Arizona, beat Oven at the Rams and Blueprint back in the league at the Seahawks. Um, how are you, how are you feeling toe to toe with these guys in your division? Um, I've never been in a division with Blueprint, and I know he's and you were last year, so you could probably speak to that more. Um, 
But, you know, he's got his favorite team. He's invested already, and he's back. He's refreshed. He took a hiatus from the league or whatever. Uh, but he's back, and I think oh, I think Blueprint's a good user. Um, and I've got, like, beat Evan. I've played a couple times. He beat me with the Bears, and I had, a like, a meltdown in chat or whatever. Uh, <laughs> go, go figure. Um, but then there's Kelly, and Kelly is your, your favorite every single season. Like, this guy has proven that he can win in Atlanta. Uh, he's proven that he can draft and develop talent. Now, like the first couple seasons, we can forget about those. Um, but he's got Trey Lance, and he's got guys, a great offensive line, a great defense. He's going to win a lot of games, man. I I personally think, um, no disrespect to Aston, I think Kelly's the guy to be in the NFC right now just because it, it would be Aston if the roles were reversed and Aston had that roster. Mm-hmm. But a guy like Kelly – having that roster, I think he's going to be the guy to beat uh, for a long while, considering the fact he doesn't have to replace Jimmy G because they drafted Trey Lance. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G is is your, your backup quarterback in, in uh, San Fran. Um, and I forgot, we have to mention uh, that the Rams roster is is pretty gr- is really good, too. Um, they've got Matt Stafford. They just added him. And you've got your usual suspects like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Robert Woods, you know, he's got weapons, you know, can he invest enough to win more uh, than what he has shown previously? He's he's going to need a running back, though. Um, Cam, he might be Cam Akers, honestly. I don't know how he is in Madden. I know in real life he's freaking injury prone, and then he's got Joe Henderson, which are, are decent backs but are not generational guys um, that he could end up replacing throughout the year. Now I could be wrong here, but like, didn't didn't Jim, who had the Rams last year, he traded Cam Akers to uh, Carolina, and then he sent the Carolina sent Christian McCaffrey in return. There was obviously more to it, but like, someone who played Malik a lot in Carolina, you know, he had some success with Cam Akers. He's very shifty, and especially with no left sticking rules. You know, I, I don't know if that's going to translate for B. Devin. Yeah, he might make it happen. Um. Seattle's another – go to Blueprint now. He's, we're going to get to you last. Um, Seattle is another great roster. He has Russell Wilson, who I can't remember how, how long he stuck around last cycle. He's probably got like three good seasons left in Russell Wilson. It depends on how regression is in this Madden. Um, Chris Carson, who I don't think Madden-wise is the greatest. I think he's pretty slow. Um, but he's he's really good in real life, so I don't – but I've never used the Seahawks, really. Uh, he's got Tyler Lockett, who I think is getting up there in age. But then he has DK Metcalf. And then, of course, he's got Bobby Wagner, but he's old. Jamal Adams, who just got a major payday. But he's also getting up there in age, so that contract might loom over him for a while. He might get upset about it. But uh, how do you think Blueprint's going to fare over there in Seattle? Uh, Blueprint had some success in Baltimore last season, am I right? Uh, yeah, I think until King John got his um, defensive line where it was, I think Blueprint made the playoffs. I know first year, maybe second year. Yeah, so he's he's a successful player, and he's shown that he can get there. Uh, I think I have Blueprint finishing second in the division um, because he's got his favorite roster. He's got Russell Wilson, who, and he's got a lot of weapons. Like DK Metcalf is good in Madden. Tyler Lockett is pretty decent. Uh, he's going to win games. Um, he's got a good defense and, and Wagner and Jamal Adams is still really good. Now I don't know if they're going to have, you know, the, the crazy X factor where they force fumbles every time they touch you, but 
Um, you know, their hit power is going to make a difference in games. Uh, like if you got a wide receiver in open space and you got to go heads up with Jamal Adams, you're not going to win. So that's that's where I've got blueprint at. Yeah, as long as the commissioners probably rightfully will overrule that X factor, but I think Madden gave it to those two again. So like, like I asked about it in chat, and I don't know. It has to be tested, obviously, as we looked at further. But you know, because Cad kind of got bummed with it last cycle, they had to re-roll, and you know, I don't remember what Jamal Adams had. Uh, but you know, but I think I think Blueprint will do well. Um, being in a division with him last year, me and him had some exchanges over stuff. He was kind of frustrated about. It, I was frustrated about, it, but it happens. Um, but he's a great guy. I enjoy being in a division with him for the Wait most part. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. We got to talk about what those look like. like what, what What are you talking about? Um, I mean, everyone, like, I think I got – Moji put it in chat. I felt like he hot-routed a lot. And there was that one play that I could have made the playoffs that season, and he called a no-huddle and hot-routed the whole the whole play, and that Moji put it in chat. Um, and I kind of went back and watched his streams and saw it happen a lot where – I felt like it got to the point where as soon as he pointed to Hollywood, I knew that Hollywood was running a slant. Um, one time, I think, um, he thinks that I left-sticked on the goal line to get a touchdown, which I may accidentally have. I didn't think so. But, Freaking cheater, bro. But, I mean, I, like, we were cool. Um, I reached out to him after he left and kind of asked. I didn't try to get off in his business. I was making sure he was good since that was so sudden. And he didn't show any animosity towards me and kind of explained it and I understood so I think I'm pretty sure we're on good terms. I think it's just the heat of the competition, kind of getting the best of both of us throughout those exchanges. Yeah, Blueprint's a good user. I'm glad he's back, and um, you know I'm, I'm excited to see what he does with his team again. Hopefully, he and like somebody said earlier, I uh, hope he doesn't make some crazy moves where um, his GMing can be called into question. But who am I to say that right? I don't know. And now we can't forget you down there in Arizona. Um, I mean, you have a really good roster. I, I'm trying to. You were. I don't think you've had in red zone at least a quarterback like Kyler Murray. Um, so this might be a new a new thing for you that could be your key to success. Is you need a quarterback that can bow you out of situation because um, you had Drew Brees and then Jameis and then you had to draft that one guy. Like you, ne- you've never had a quarterback this dynamic, um, which I think could be really good for you. Um, where you're not forced to sit back in the pocket and just either get hit or throw something up. But other than that, like your defense, you have Isaiah Simmons, uh, who doesn't have to stay in his zone anymore, I think. I think yes. <laughs> oh, I'm excited about Simmons. I, I, think you, I think you'll sneak into a wild card once or twice this year. I do. Yeah, at some point we got to break the curse right. Uh, the Cardinals roster is good. Um, I have myself coming in third place, uh, but uh, it's an old roster. It's gonna. This is a win now team, and I had a win now team last cycle. It did not pan out, uh, so it's kind of a matter of you know, am I gonna step up, win games? It's kind of the question. Kyler is really good. Uh, you know, I'm I'm pumped. It's gonna be good. You did lose Kenyon Drake though. You do have uh, James Connor, who in Madden's not the greatest. Uh, you have Chase Edmonds, who I don't know what he looks like in Madden. I'm sure you've. You ran some scrims with them, so you know who you like and who you don't. I'm not going to tell you to give out your whole master plan on the podcast, but um, I, I think honestly, I think we'll finish second this year, uh, first season. I believe in you. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun, man. So here's how I have the NFC West shaking up. I've got uh, Kelly and the Niners, sixteen and one. I think he's going to beat the breaks off of everybody. 
Uh, I've got Blueprint at 10 and 7, myself at 9 and 8, which is ambitious. And then I've got B Dub and the Rams at 2 and 15. I'm going to say Kelly, you, Blueprint, then then beat. I, I have faith in you, brother. Let's see how it goes, man. Be good. Let's go to your previous division last cycle. Down south where we have Rock and Pampa Bay. We have IJ and Atlanta, Ramesu and Carolina, and Prue back in Nolas because watching you left the league. Oh, man, we miss him so much. God, what a guy. Oh, my God. As soon as people hear that, they're turning this podcast off. <laughs> what a guy. Dude. He used to entertain me. I'd read him going at it with Jake and Moji when I was at work, and I'd just have a nice little laugh. Did you know he was a poet? <laughs> he, was a, he was a doctor. He was a poet. He was a scientist. He was a lot of things. He was a lot of things, yep. But um, So, Rock and Tampa Bay, how do you like that fit right there? Dude, Rock is coming off of a Super Bowl win, and it was a good win. And he's got arguably the most complete roster in the game. Like, this roster has no holes in it, zero. And Rock and the scrimmages I've had with him, the scrimmages don't mean anything, obviously, but, like, I think this team is is really suited for him. He's going to dice up defenses, um, and he's shown a lot of patience in the pocket, and he's making good reads. I think Rock, and this is who I think – is going to uh, win the Super Bowl year one. Really? Yeah, I think, and it's and he may not win, you know, sixteen games, but I honestly think like this team is just that good. I I definitely think that I think Rock and uh, Kelly will see each other in the NFC ship, and I'll definitely tune into that. Undoubtedly, no doubt. No, uh, I mean Rock um, had the Titans last year, and he got rid of Tannehill like, eventually, and he's still. He won a bowl after Tannehill, and that's going to be his only thing he has to look for for a while, honestly, is a quarterback, offensively at least. Um, I think he's going to be able to do it. Uh, I DM'd Rock shortly after I got the Titans, and I was like, hey, you had this team last year. Um, what did you focus on? And this, I, I loved it. He was like, don't look for a quarterback. A quarterback will look for you. I was like, that was some profound stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, boy, Rock. And so he he's smart about it. Um, Ram he's going, fam, gonna make some some noise with that team. Uh, he's got Devin White, who's one of the best linebackers in Madden, just from his speed speed aspect, and he's young. Um, yeah, Rock's definitely gonna make some noise. And they do have um, Kyle Trask. I don't know if he said if he's gonna go to Trask after Brady or what, but he could always go that route. Yeah, I think uh, and this is kind of just a general Madden thing. Is last year, like like kind of what Rock was saying, when the quarterback found you, um, a lot of people had success with making quarterbacks better. Like they knew that they needed to build elsewhere uh, before they they went and got a quarterback. Now you have you have the Cam Killings of the world, and you've got like guys like Kelly developed his quarterback into a you know a Super Bowl champion. Uh, Pat did the same thing with the Archer. You know like. He's making these quarterbacks who are, you know, maybe normal devs, and they're making them better, and they're making stuff happen on the field. So that's that's good advice. All right. Well, let's go to IJ and ATL. Um, another aging quarterback situation there. Um, I think uh, I can't remember who they had to run with that running back after Gurley. I can't think of the dude's name right now. Um, just lost Julio, but he's still got Calvin. I believe it's got Mike Davis. Cal- Mike Davis, that's I think so. 
Uh, he's got Kyle Pitts, who I think's just in real life is going to be super good. Um, I think he's going to be really good on Madden. I think he's a hidden depth superstar, so that'll be great for him. Um, defensively, I can't remember 100% what the Falcons are looking at. I know they lost Keanu Neal. Um, but so what do you think about IJ down there in the ATL? I think uh, the cap situation is kind of like Kelly had to deal with that. And that's kind of why, the, like, those first two seasons, we, we forget about those things. Um, but, like, Matt Ryan is owed a lot of money, and he's not awesome. But I know one thing is that the Falcons play better in Madden than they do in real life. And, uh, you know, like, I think Matt Ryan, yeah, does he start? Probably week one, probably. You know, he's the best quarterback on the roster. Um, but, like, you lose guys like Julio Jones. You lose your weapons. I think there's going to be some growing pains. And Ian Johns will figure it out. Like, he's going he's gonna to do fine. Um, but I don't think he's going to win. I don't think he'll be 500 this year. And But Ian's a good user, but he's got a lot to overcome with his roster. So I saw, because uh, we were kind of talking about this pre-pod, we don't know what rosters we're going to get, whether it's active at the time where we start or active at the beginning of the game. I saw where the Falcons make sense for Cam Newton as well. So if the Falcons somehow got Cam Newton and IJ got him, would you start Cam Newton and Matt Ryan? Oh, you absolutely start Cam Newton. Ian Johns, uh, he likes to have some some mobility at quarterback like most of us do because, like, it gives you options. And Matt Ryan's, you know, his throw power is probably going to go down. It's very accurate, but he's kind of like Drew Brees last year. You know, like, he doesn't have this awesome throw power, but he can get the ball to your run, your wide receivers. And I think Ian, Ian's good enough offensively to make it happen. If Cam Newton is a free agent when we start, I'm signing him. I don't care if I don't need a quarterback. I want to do my man Cam right. Do him right, man. Uh, even though my boy Matt Jones is the man. Oh, my God. All right, right Rebecca. In Carolina um, with Sam Darnold. Um, how do you think that's going to look? Sam, my boy Sam. Um, he's not an X Factor anymore, uh, but I think Sam in Carolina, you know, they upgraded quarterback, in my opinion. Like they had. Teddy Bridgewater, now Teddy's in, in Denver. But, like, I think this team – and this is Romesu. Like, Romesu's a good coach. He, he has got, he's got stuff to show for. He's got a Super Bowl under his belt, and he's always competitive. Uh, I think – and he, and this is this is kind of a sneak peek of what I think this roster – or this, this division is going to shake up to be. I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Panthers. At the end of it, they're going to be tied at 13 wins. Um, but they both make the playoffs because I know these two guys, the Ram fan, man, they are good at Madden, and that's just the reality of it. Oh, yeah. Um, definitely going to be different for him going from Kyler to Sam, but I'm sure the Ram fam is running a bunch of bunch of scrim games where it won't even look like Ramesu misses Kyler at the beginning of the season. Um, he's going to have Christian McCaffrey, who is amazing in every aspect of life. Um Defensively, I'm trying to. I know they got my boy Derek Brown on the defensive line. They got um, Brian Burns, right? Yep, they have Brian Burns. Um, Good but, young pieces, man. Oh yeah, great young pieces. I I don't think he's going to do bad at all, like you said. I I don't know if I see him with 13 wins. I know he he'll probably um, probably sweep the rest of the division besides Rock. They probably will split. Those would be fun games to watch too. Um, that's like us playing each other, but better again. So absolutely, um, I think he'll do really well there. Um, what do you think about Pruitt down there with our with our team, New Orleans, with the Hoodats? Uh, Pruitt, um, Pruitt 
took a break, I believe. Uh, he had some life stuff, a lot of really good life stuff happen, and he's, he's working and stuff. Um, but, like, congrats on the engagement, Prue, and stuff like that. But uh, Prue is a decent user. Um, I know he's got a much better pass than he did last cycle. Like, for the Browns, he didn't have an awesome go. Like, there were times where he barely won one or two games. And this roster in New Orleans, like, it's good. You know, it's not a bad roster. They have a good defense. But, you know, you're having to trot out Jameis Winston and hope and pray that something good happens. Um, he's got guys like Michael Thomas. He's got, you know, but this is an aging roster, and he's going to have to maneuver through the salary cap issues that are there that I had to deal with. Um, and it takes a really good GM to to go about that the right way. So it'll be fun to watch what Pru does in the Bayou. My thing about New Orleans is that roster – is in a really weird spot because you have old talent and you have somewhat young talent, but they're not win now. So he's going to have to make those decisions kind of as you did. All right. Like Michael Thomas is great, but I'm not winning anything. Do I trade him and get value out of him? Uh, I don't know how old AK is. I want to say like what, 27, 28, something like that. So like your really good guys are getting old. So, and you're not going to win anything with Jameis Winston, um, especially in a division with Rock and Ram. You're not going to. Um, so, do you try to kind of navigate cap and eventually get those guys out and just kind of go ground zero with the Saints? Or that's just my biggest thing because that roster is in it. Because you have the good young guys, Marcus Williams, who's on a franchise tag. So, he's about to have to pay him. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he's going to have to pay him too. He's on the last year of his deal. And then you have the older guys like Cam Jordan, Michael Thomas is going to be old in the blink of an eye, AK, and all those, all that other talent. So that's just in a really weird spot because he's got good guys young and good guys old, but that's not ideal. Yeah, Kamara's 26, by the way. Sorry. Okay, well, he's got – he's probably got like five five good more years out of AK. So AK won't be in that do I trade him type thing. And AK is really good. Um, but Michael Thomas is – I don't – I want to say he's like 28 or so. Um, but that's, that's kind of the thing you dealt with. And you eventually got me Michael Thomas after the trade committee said no two years in a row. Yeah. Uh, but he did really well for me. It's just that quarterback thing. And I I played a, an exhibition game against my roommate with the saints and Jameis Winston was awful. Abysmal, huh? Uh, dude, it was so bad. I think he was like one for like 10 and they were good reads. He was just overthrowing corner routes and everything. So he's, He's going to have to do what the Saints are probably going to have to do in real life and give AK the ball and pray to God something works. Yeah, Mike T is 28, so and the Red Zone loves to trade guys for 29, got three years on their deal. You get good value out of those guys. So if you if you send Michael Thomas out and the cap hit isn't too tremendous, you know, then that's kind of what you have to look at. Now, I don't know what that cap penalty looks like, but I know that if I'm looking to invest further in the future, Mike Thomas, especially in hindsight of being the, uh, the GM of this team, is something it's probably a move you want to make or, or I don't know. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. And one thing that no one's going to want, and I don't know what his deal looks like, is Cameron Jordan. No one's gonna want him. He's way too old. Um, I don't know what his contract's like though. So that's something the Saints did that he's going to have to sit with and just let it eventually go away, like you did with the Drew Brees thing. Thankfully you only had one year of it, but then you got AK's new contract on that and you were you Sheldon were Rankins. Mm. Yeah, you were in some trouble. <laughs> Yeah, but enough about the Saints. We're homers, and we like to talk about them. But uh, 
here's how I have this roster or this division shaking out. I've got 13 and four Panthers, 13 and four Buccaneers. And I've got eight and nine Falcons with the Giants. I've got the Saints going four and 13. Yep, I don't hate that at all. I almost 100% agree with that. Sorry, Pruitt. I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. James Winston's not the answer. It's not it. So we just covered the conference that you were going to win the conference championship on. Yep. Let's go to my conference, which I'm going to come out of on top, the AFC. We're going to go to, which I think could be one of the most entertaining, just because of the top two dogs in here, the AFC North. Have Longville back in Cleveland, like I said earlier. Moji on the Bengals, Adele on the Ravens, and Otis, I think. Is that what it Otis? You talking about yeah. the Steelers? Theo, Theo not yeah, Otis. Yeah, Theo. Otis. <laughs> what, a, what a clown. His name is Theo Dust the Great. So maybe Theodos, but Theo on the Steelers. Um, I am super excited for those two times a year Adele Moji battles. I think those will be great and really fun to watch his offensive battles there um so let's go to longville and the browns first how do you think about his coming home in cleveland so i got secondhand embarrassment from the otis thing uh some recovering but uh i think with the browns they've got like their quarterbacks figured out i don't know how good baker is a madden this year um, but you've got nick chubb and you have to run the ball with nick chubb especially if you're longville uh, because Longville has a history of making mistakes uh, through the air, and that can get you down very quickly. So I think Nick Chubb is going to be a factor. Uh, they have weapons. They have Odell, uh, who's I don't like. He's he's really fast, and you know he's still probably really good at Madden because he loves Odell Beckham. So does everyone else. Um, so like I think I don't think he's going to be as bad as people think. I think he's going to win more games than what is expected of him and maybe i'm you know too high on that uh but longville he should have some success this is a really good roster so we'll see my thing there is i was obviously in that division last year with him um he it depends he liked that rpo last year moji and adele are going to figure that out and eat it up really quick mm-hmm. um and tried out the same offense every week especially against guys like that um, and then he started getting on the user defensive line wave because he got Miles Garrett. Uh, he, I think he traded for someone else and put Mac Wilson on it. Like he also got on the user D line train near the end of the thing um, when he was succeeding. So we're gonna have to see what he looks like again back in coverage when he started. Uh, when he started, um, it's gonna be an uphill battle for him just with Moji and Adele. But he definitely has the offensive roster to do that. Because uh, last year, I can't remember if it was him or um, Prue that traded for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. But if he could get another one-two punch like that, he doesn't have to worry about flinging it with Baker. He can hit Odell and on short stuff. And if he has jukebox this year, just do his thing. Yeah, uh, this Browns team, is it's interesting. Um, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Oh, yeah, defensively, though, they still got Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, all Mac Wilson, all the good, all those good guys, so – yeah, I like the Browns roster, man. Um, it's going to be fun to watch those guys. Let's move on. Uh, move on to Otis. Otis and, and Pittsburgh. What do you think about that roster? Uh, it's that's that's tough. Um, obviously, I'm not a big fan of Ben Roethlisberger. Um, he's going to have to figure a quarterback thing out. Uh, Najee will be be nice. Um, he's got Juju, um, Deontay Johnson. He has some decent receivers. 
Defensively, he's got Devin Bush, who's always great in that. He's fast, fast linebackers are the meta for linebackers, really. And he can hit hard. Um, Minka, who, if King King John didn't show you last year, is probably the best safety in Madden. I, him and Isaiah Simmons are up there. So I, I like the roster. I don't know much of him as a user, though. Yeah, and there and there could be cause for concern. You know, like uh, he had, I believe, the Packers last cycle, and he didn't have a ton of success success with them. Um, but like, I think the bottom two of this division are solidified. There's going to be they're going to definitely trade games. Um, but like the top two dogs in this division are going to be the Bengals and the Ravens. And um, I honestly and truly believe that Moji wants to to tank, but I don't think he's going to. Oh, no. And with that, we'll move over to Moji. Um, I mean, Moji basically GM'd the Bengals last year, so he just he just got to do it again. <laughs> um, yeah. Offensively, he has great pieces. He's got my favorite, Joe Mixon. Um, Joe Burrow, who's going to have a lot better cycle than he did last cycle. Um, he's got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Um, they did lose John Ross, but I don't think Moji would have used John Ross a lot anyways. Um I don't think they have a really good tight end. It might still be C.J. Uzama. But defensively, it's what's going to get them. Um, obviously, there's no user D-line, but they don't have Carl Lawson anymore. Um, they have Jesse Bates, who's pretty good, but I don't want to talk about the roster because I know it. But offensively, I think he'll be really good. It's just defensively, he's going to have to put in some work. Yeah, the I mean, if you look at the trade block, he's got you know six, seven, eight guys on there that you would think of – big pieces in this offense and this team in general. Like, he's got Joe Burrow on the block because he's not high on Joe Burrow. And, you know, he probably isn't that good this year. He's not a superstar. Uh, his accuracies, you know, he, he's just coming off an injury. EA wasn't like – they're not big fans of that, so they're not going to hammer away on his – they're not going to hammer him um, with good ratings. So, he's he's kind of taking a step back, I'm sure. But, you know, Joe Burrow is, is on the block. Uh, you've got like guys like Tyler Boyd are on the block. He's trying to – kind of move on to the future. And that's Emoji. This is his style of, of managing teams. He likes to trade. He likes to, uh, you know, trade his players. He wants to get picks. He wants to uh, make them superstars. Um, so, but it's, it'll be interesting to see, man. So, I, I'm not 100% up on the news. I tried to read it. Whatever. So, apparently, Jamar Chase beat his pregnant girlfriend. Do you think he's going to get the Darius Guys treatment? Should that be <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, I, I don't. I don't know because I've heard anything else outside of that. So I don't know if there's any investigations going on. But I'm sure he'll end up with Jamar Chase by like the uh, time we start. The day that news came out, Moji posted Jamar Chase on the block. <laughs> I got a good laugh at so it. So you got dang right. Um, so let's move down to Baltimore with Kamish Adele. Um, what? How are you feeling, man? This man is about to get every least fun to play all cycle long, and I don't even play him. I'm going to vote for him every time. <laughs> but, like, Lamar Jackson is so good and Madden. I played one scrimmage game with Adele, and we squeezed one out over them, but it was like a, you know, a competitive, not a sim game or whatever. But, like, Lamar is really good. But here's where the issue could lie. 
you know, he's going to have to figure out when is the best time to run, when's the best time to stay in the pocket. And with, with feet like Lamar, you want to run the ball because he's like he's electric. He's going to run for probably more than 500 rushing yards, but uh, he's not going to run for 1,000 rushing yards, I don't think. Not, no one in Red Zone, I don't believe, has done that before. Um, but like Lamar Jackson is a talent. He's got guys like Marquise Brown. Uh, he's got J.K. Dobbins. He's going to have a good prospect as if we don't do pre-existing, obviously, because they were just good too. Uh, Mark Andrews is the focal point of the offense there. Uh, it's going to be fun with this team in this division. They're going to win it most of the time. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, the thing, I think Adele with Lamar, I mean, he had Jalen Hurts last year, and Lamar's Jalen Hurts on steroids. steroids. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got J.K., who's a young running back. He can develop as he did Miles Sanders. Um, he's got Hollywood, is Hollywood, and Madden, he can definitely be a wide receiver one. In real life, it's a different story. But Blueprint got Hollywood up to a 99, I believe. He's got Mark Andrews. Um, Gus Edwards is a great running back, number two, um, but we don't have to do the carry splits this year. I definitely think him and Moji are going to go toe-to-toe and have some really uh, memorable games, um, playoffs, and if they're fighting for the division or whatever, I'm definitely going to try to tune into as many of those games as possible. I think – I think uh, Adele, like you said, is going to win the division. Uh, first, the start off after Moji builds the Bengals how he wants to. Moji might start taking it from him. But I think it's going to be Mo- or Adele, Moji, and then um, I'm going to go Otis and then Longville. Okay. Um, I've got the Ravens at 15 and 2. I've got uh, the Bengals at 13 and 4 because Moji is not tanking. I, I don't care what anybody says. There's no way. Um, then I've got Longville. Coming in in third at five and twelve, and then I've got Theo at four, four and thirteen. I like it. Let's let's move down to the AFC East, which is um, arguably spit us to lose, but we'll talk about that a little bit. So we have R Fox and Buffalo, Spitta in Miami, Robo Monkey in New York with the Jets, and Cad is back at the Patriots. Yeah, food extraordinaire uh, and chicken tender critic Spitta is, is – I like this fit in Miami. Um, I know that Black Magic had some success with them. And, you know, this this roster is pretty good. They're, they're – um, well, I say they're pretty good. I think Madam-wise they're better than, like, what they are in real life um, because, like, two is not very good in real life. Uh, Miles Gaskin is pretty good in real life, but, like, you know – you know how that is. Um, but he's got some pieces. I think that he's going to – and the schedule's easy. He's got, uh, you know, some, some really easy comp, especially at the bottom of this division, which, you know, that's not slandering them. But I think uh, this Dolphins team is going to be pretty successful out the gate. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, when you know what Tua looks like in Madden, like overall-wise? Is he half decent? I can look it up. Uh, I'm going to say he's he's very mediocre. Like he's probably like 73 overall. Yeah, I was going to say 75 through 73 range. Um, definitely going to depend on how he can do with Tua. Um, he has Jalen Waddle, who's really fast. Um, he's got Devontae Parker. Um, I know their cornerback is uh, Xavier Howard. Isn't that who it is? Yeah. Is trying to get out of Miami. But if we do start of the game rosters, he's going to have him. Um, but the rest of this division, no matter how spit it goes, doesn't look like they'll put up much of a fight. I think R Fox and Buffalo could be interesting. Um, 
he has a chance to really sh- prove himself because he got a really weird Lions team to start for his first ever uh, red zone cycle. But he has a nice roster in Buffalo, so now he has to prove that with a good roster he can be a good user. Yeah. What do you, th- what do you think about R. Fox in Buffalo? So first, uh, Tua is a 73 overall, but he's, he's got, his ratings are not bad. Like he's, he's got pretty low, he's like low 80s accuracy, but he's also got 82 speed. He's got some mobility. His third power is 88. Like he's not, he plays better than a 73 overall. I think Spit is going to find that to be true. Um, so for, as, as far as the rest of the division goes, I am a cat. CAD uh, was good with the Baltimore Ravens last, not last cycle, the cycle prior to that when I had Pittsburgh and had the division with him and Ian Johns um, and Glenn. And he, he was successful. He won a lot of games. He built the roster the way the meta went, uh, the went like he had uh, the really good corners. He had the, the good defensive line, you know, whatever. Um, but like this is this roster in New England is weird. He's going to have Mac Jones at the helm. Um, but this defense is pretty good. Like Stephon Gilmore is pretty good. And if we're not playing with pre-existing on, you know, he's going to have Stephon Gilmore. Um, I think he's going to win 11 games in New England. Really? Yeah. I, I, I'm a cab believer. And I, I obviously had these, uh, these, these standings hashed out before they lost Cam because I thought, you know, Cat would have Cam and he likes the mobile quarterback. Um, also, because he, he got to run with Lamar Jackson like wildly. Um, but, you know, if Matt, does Mac lose him more games? Probably. He might be, then, might be down to 10 and 9 games. I don't know. So we'll see. Hey, yeah. That, that New England roster just in another weird spot because Stephon Gilmore is old. Um, offensively, you don't really have anything. Um, if, you, if he can build up Mac Jones, I don't know how Cat is as a quarterback developer, but. Mac Jones is going to be he is he might be a star dev I don't know um, I think he is but he's going to have to build him up to how he wants him to be but other than that they Damian Harris is our starting running back I believe they have James White just lost Sonny Michelle wide receivers nothing to, nothing pops out at you um, he's going to have to throw a lot to Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith but we'll have to see how he manages that weird roster so like and I'm sure. A lot of it has to do with, um, like, the schedule he has is pretty good. Like, the first you know, four or five games, he has he has Miami in week one. He's got the, the Jets week two, which he wins that one. He's got the Saints week three. I think he beats Pruitt. And then he's got Rock week four. And week five, he's got the Texans. So, like, your first few games, you know, he's going to win them. Um, minus the, obviously, against Tampa Bay. And he, I think he's going to beat Spittle week one. But that's a, you know, that's, I think he'll split with those Dolphins anyway. But, you know, uh, and, and it's going to be a, a fun division to watch. R. Fox is a, a pretty good user. Uh, he's got a, a better roster than he did Detroit. But uh, my man, uh, Ron, or what do we, whatever we call him, not uh, R. Monkey or whatever he was, um, I don't think he's going to win a lot of games with the Jets, man. So how do you have this division shaking out? I've got the Dolphins twelve and five. I've got the Patriots probably like inching around, especially with Cam's uh, exit. Probably about uh, nine games, ten games are winning that. And then I've got our Fox eight and nine. I've got the Jets at one and sixteen. I definitely think our Fox has a chance to prove himself. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how he does in Buffalo. Josh oh. Allen, man, he's good. 
So let's go to the AFC West, the BM Mafia division plus Nick. Um, we have Nick in Denver, K Fox in LA with the Chargers, King John at the Chiefs, and BM himself at the Raiders. Dot City. Nick is in Denver. He's got Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. I don't think Nick wins a game, man. <laughs> I don't think he wins a game. This, this team is not uh, awesome at the gate. Um, and Nick is he's, he's coming back. He's kind of trying to figure out how to play Madden again. And uh, if he has the Broncos at the beginning when we start in January, you know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't like that the Broncos roster at all. As much as I love Teddy Two Gloves, who has recently been named their starter, um, not good on Madden. Um, so I don't. He has, you know, he has Sutton and Jerry Judy, but Aston ain't at Denver and in Denver anymore. No nope. ball game. Um, mile, uh, the mile high uh, is going to be very sad most of the time, and that's not even. That's just me being honest. Uh, but then let's let's talk about my man K Fox up in in, in uh I believe it's in Los Angeles where the Chargers are now. Yes. Okay, I don't want to be wrong. It's in San Diego last cycle. Um that's for the Raiders. That's why <laughs> that's why I just said Raiders. The Raiders. Yes. Uh the Raiders, man. I know BM is glad to be home. He's gonna be in the Death Star. He knows his roster. You know, I I'm excited to see how BM does. All right, so let's see. K Fox of the Chargers, which is very interesting about this. When I when I did my best fits article um, over the off season, I think I had K Fox going to the Chargers because I just I really think he can have some potential there because Herbert he needs a pretty good quarterback. He's got Herbert who's probably pretty good in Madden. I mean, kind of do it all somewhat. Um, Derwin James, who I love, Derwin James. Um, Austin Eckler is pretty pretty speed speedy guy. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Um, there's no short of talent on that team. It's just a matter of what he can do with it. Yeah. So like Herbert is the first guy that you mentioned, and you know he's coming off a spectacular rookie uh, campaign in real life. But Keenan Allen's an X factor. He's still really good. You got Joey Bosa, man. Joey Bosa is really good at football, and you got oh, yeah. like he's going to make a difference. Uh, this is a good roster, man. Like it, they have a really good roster. They've got a young quarterback. You don't have to go and look for a quarterback. Um, I think this is a good team. I think K Fox has a few more strides to make uh, as a user and kind of becoming more acclimated in the red zone. Uh, he showed some flashes of that last cycle, but I think uh, with the competition this division, I don't think he's going to uh, be a front runner very often. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so either. I think he will make some strides, maybe for maybe next cycle, but he kind of got in a tough division to make some noise. If he would be the AFC East, I think all right, he might be able to do a little bit of something, but not with these two other teams that we're about to cover. Um, this one has uh, in chat been in some pods or whatever been sort of a question mark. King John in Kansas City, and my piece on that is kind of we're talking about user D-line. He's going to have to prove he can scheme defensively and do other things and rely on getting to the quarterback in a matter of two seconds. And I'm sure he's upset because now he has Chris Jones out the box and can't use him. But as long as he doesn't have 30-pick Patty like Spitta did, I think he'll still do really well. 
Yeah, the chicken tender connoisseur had a rough go with uh, Patrick Mahomes early. He figured it out. Uh, there was some success like later on in the cycle, but as far as King John's concerned, man, I'm still high on him. Like I think he's still really good offensively. He was very good at running back development last cycle. Uh, he led the division, at, or he led the league in several several times with his rushing attack. And I th- he had that running back who he drafted, and he was so good. And like I think King John is still going to win this division. Uh, he's got a loaded roster: Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. There's we could sit here and rattle off all these names. They're going to win the AFC West. Oh yeah, and I think player development wise, he's in a pretty good division and to do that. Um, he gets to play Nick twice a year. Um, K Fox has got to prove himself, so KJ can develop some players in that division, uh, as he did before in our division last year when it was me, uh, Blueprint, and Longville. So we saw what he can do against some of my average users. Yeah. Um, as far as the Raiders are concerned, BM loves this team. This is his team. He loves and, and the lap. Mafia is no longer – I don't think it's going to be an issue anymore. Lap to Henry Ruggs? Yeah, uh, the Y button is not happening right now, so I don't know <laughs> if lapping is going to be the move. Freaking – yeah, who had the Raiders last year? Tico. Yeah, Tico had that lap to Henry Ruggs to beat me, where Ken- Henry Ruggs lagged through two of my guys, so it still might happen. Old Tico, man. He's, he's probably thriving somewhere, and I even think about red zone – which is probably a good thing. But Raiders have kind of Henry Ruggs. They have uh, Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs, a great one-two punch. Um, uh, Derek Carr, he doesn't have to worry about Derek Carr throwing him into the dubs there. I think – you know, I'll be honest with you, I think he'll start Mariota. Really? Yeah, like I know like Derek Carr is – he's a better quarterback than Mariota. Sorry, JP. But, you know, the fact that Mariota has some legs – and can make stuff happen outside of the pocket. I think he's going to try to develop Mariota. I it could be wrong, but I don't know. I don't hate that at all. Um, so just for me, I see this division going probably how you do, KJ, BM, K Fox, and Nick. Yeah, I've got the Chiefs fourteen and three. I've got the Raiders. I'm high on I'm high on BM and the Raiders twelve and five. Um, I've got K Fox six and eleven. I've got Nick and the Broncos dot city. Oh, and 17. Goose egg. Yikes. Yep. But yeah, that's definitely that's going to be an interesting division with BM and KJ going at it and that uh, competitive little BM crew thing going on there. Um, so let's go to my division, the AFC South. Um, White Greg in Indianapolis. Jim in Jacksonville. Silk at Houston. And myself in Tennessee. Yes, man. Let me tell you, Andy. <laughs> let me tell you, this this is going to be a fun division. You've got mortal enemies in White Greg, and Zach, and I'm going to call them that. Uh, Zach and Jim, they hate each other. They do not like each other. And well, I'm sorry, did I cut you off? Oh, no, I was saying, oh, yeah, I still remember in chat when Jim was like, I'm going to kick the crap out of you or whatever. <laughs> and then the game happened, and it was embarrassing. Okay. Um but Jim and and there will not be a ton of Jim slander on this podcast. Um, but I don't think he's going to win a ton of games. But he will develop this roster at some point, and he's going to uh, become a part of this division where he's going to win some games. 
but here's here's the thing, Andrew. Let's talk about your team real quick. Let's talk about these Titans. All right, let's do so. Derrick Henry is broken. He is overpowered in this game. I have them week one. I've played them like seven times. Derrick Henry rushes for over 100 yards every single time. Every time. So, uh, I think the Titans team is going to be good. I think you're going to win some games, man. You should win this division at least once or twice this cycle, if not more than that. Um, and you've got Zach and the Colts, and the Colts team is fun, uh, and Silk and the Texans. What do you think about it? Um, I think it's going to – I don't – I mean, obviously there's more star power in different divisions, but just the parity of this division I think is going to be a fun one to watch. Spicy. Uh, just – like I said, it depends on what white Greg we get. Um, the Colts, they have Jonathan Taylor. Um, obviously, that's going to be a lot of our game plan is to stop him because um, T.Y. Hilton's getting up there in age for them. Um, Carson Wentz, I don't know how he's going to be in Madden, honestly. Um, and then Jim, offensively, he has to develop people. He has the pieces to develop. He's got DJ Chark. He's got Larry Chenault. He's got uh, James Robinson, Etienne, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence. Defensively, all he has is C.J. Henderson, Miles Jack, and Josh Allen. Um, other than that, he's going to have to find a, a linebacker outside of Miles Jack. He's got a lot of work to do defensively, but from what I understand, Jim is a pretty good defensive developer. So he might get that Jags team pretty well up throughout the rest of the cycle. Yeah, uh, I think – Zach wants to start Sam Ellinger over Carson Wentz. And oh, Sam please. Ellinger, that's – Yeah, Sam Ellinger, uh, I think the reason for that is Sam Ellinger uh, is, is a bit more mobile than Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz apparently uh, he, he's not a big fan of. So, he, I mean, he's mentioned that a couple times in chat and talked about throw power, which, you know, he's got a decent throw power or whatever. But, like, you know, this Colts team is, is fun. Um, but let's talk about the Texans for a minute, man. Deshaun Watson – you know, is he going to be on the roster? Uh, I think how we were talking before, it's what rosters we do if it's start of the game or active at the time of um, red zone start. I don't – there's just not going to be a lot of – there are probably a couple teams that do want to trade for Deshaun Watson. There's not going to be a lot. Um, Miami's a big one. That would help – that would make spit of the front runner for that every, every year in his division. Um, but outside of him, that roster is just complete garbage. Yeah, uh, the Texans, Bill O'Brien uh, did not do a good job. So, uh, I'm not not a big fan of this Texans team. But here's how I have this division shaken out. And this is it's for you, Andy. 11-6 and six Titans. They're going to win the division. They're going to do it. I've got the Colts coming in in second place, 10-7. and seven. I think Zach's going to do a good job with this roster. Uh, I've got the Jags at 5-12, and 12, and I've got the Texans at 3-14. and 14. Oh, yeah, I don't want to pick a thing from my division. Like I said, I think I might be able to bring it out, but I'm very excited about my team. We got Julio Jones now, um, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry. Ryan, uh, I'm not a big fan of Ryan Tannehill, but having Ryan Tannehill will um, prevent me mentally from wanting to throw it deep to Julio Jones every play. He's good at Madden, though. I'll have to take some smart plays. Defensively, we have some good pieces. Um, I know they drafted – I don't want to say the wrong name, but they drafted a uh, rookie cornerback. I don't I don't think – it may have been Caleb Farley, but uh, I'm definitely excited for this team. Um, but, yeah, dude, I'm ready to go. Uh, hey, yeah, it was Caleb Farley. You're right. Ooh, look at me go. I know my squad. 
Uh, let's see what we have after this. So, who's going to be the biggest surprise and biggest letdown this cycle? Well, shoot, before we do that, we got we got to talk Super Bowl, man. You know, oh, yeah, Super Bowl. We've got to ask, you know, who's going to win the NFC and the AFC? Let me let me get Rock and Adele. Get Rock and Adele, okay. Um, who do you got winning the Super Bowl? Rock. Rock going back-to-back back on them. Okay, that's my pick as well. But here's, like, like you said, I think Adele is going to win the AFC. Um, He's, I feel like he's above and beyond. He's got one of the best rosters. He's got Lamar Jackson. You know, I think I think he should win it. So I've got Adele winning the AFC, and then I've got uh, I've got Rock winning the NFC. So we're we're saying chalky here, and I think Rock wins. I think Rock is going to beat Adele in the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, Kelly could also come out of the NFC. Um, AFC, I don't know of a lot of other guys that could come out. Um, maybe Moji if he starts off hot. Uh, other than that, I don't see anybody else that'd give Adele for his money out the box. I feel like King John probably would uh, be the other guy in the AFC I'm thinking of. Um, but, like, we can't forget Aston and the Vikings, but I don't think that roster's in a good enough spot to compete with uh, the elite of the league. I think uh, I think Kelly's going to lose to Adele in the NFC championship game. I think Aston's going to be how Kelly was last year. We're going to have to give him a couple of years to make that team how he wants to. Then it's going to be a problem. If I remember correctly, that happened in Denver. You know, like he before yeah. he got going, it took like a season or two where he wasn't as good as we knew Aston could be. I mean, hell, I beat him one year when he had Denver. So I mean, that's anything. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Now, what we're we talking about? So who's going to be the biggest surprise and biggest letdown next cycle? Biggest surprise, man. I think, uh, like, like I was mentioning earlier, I think, I think Black Magic is going to be a twelve-win team. I also think that uh, the Eagles are going to win a lot of games too. So the, now I don't know if those are really surprising takes, but um, I got the Raiders, man. Hi, the Raiders. Let's see. My biggest surprise. I'm looking through. Um, it depends on what you consider a surprise i think you and r fox are going to be people that could potentially take a big step in their red zone career um super bowl wise i think i mean we already said pat might win one he might if it get two maybe i don't know um there's a lot of elite users at elite teams um so it really depends on what you count as surprise for me i'd say you have a chance to make the playoffs a couple years i'm gonna go with you i'm gonna go with you i think you're gonna take a big step this year Man, that's a terrible take because you're going to be wrong. No, Very bro. wrong. Run the ball with Kyler. That's all you got to do is run and slide. Run and slide. Uh, actually, let me, I forgot to mention, biggest surprise, I got JP and the Bears winning 10 games. So there you go. Uh, I think they're going to – I think JP's going to win some games with Justin Fields. Big surprise there. Let's go to the biggest letdown. And that's another one for me. I don't think King John will win a Super Bowl. So if you want to say that as a letdown because he has the Chiefs, then sure. But like we've said before, he's going to be good. So I don't count that as a letdown at all. Um, who would who? That's not my pick. I'm looking through. If you have somebody, go ahead. I think King John is going to win a Super Bowl this year. And uh, you know he didn't last cycle, but I think he will. Honestly, I really, really do. He's due. Uh, let's think of letdowns, man. Do I... Let's see. I want to say being 0-17 is a letdown. 
So Nick being the letdown. Uh, I'm trying to really think of a good letdown, man. I got one for you. So let me preface this by saying I, I love this dude. He's a great guy. I like having conversations with him. Um, but once he gets to playing in the playoffs, I don't think he's going to do well. Um, I'm going to go with Spitta. But wow. Yes, he will. I love Spitta to death. But he will probably win that division the majority of the cycle. But when he gets to playing, when he gets playing Moji, Adele, King John, I don't think it's going to be close. Really? I know that Spit has playoff success with the Bengals a couple of years back. He was actually in the Super Bowl, I believe, at one point, or he was in the conference championship. So I remember watching when I entered the league, and he has some success with them. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch. I can't really – biggest letdown here. If you got uh, me six or whatever, go ahead and say me, bro. <laughs> you are – so you're not the letdown here. Uh I'm going to be the biggest letdown. There you go. Bada really bang, like, bada boom. I think I think you're gonna do well. Just don't let me down. That you will be my biggest letdown if you let me down and I'm sitting here borderline slobbing you right now, and then you go out and you're you're a doormat to people. I, uh, that's that's how it usually works though. So we'll see. We'll uh, see. I think well after after this cycle, then you'll be my letdown. If if you know you've had Drew Brees, now you got Kyler. Uh, we'll we'll get you we'll get you in the lab. We'll run some scrums. We'll we'll get you ready. I'll let myself down. <laughs> well, I think we have we already did the Super Bowl outlook, so we have one more point, and this was something that I kind of thought of just for the newer guys. Um, kind of, I mean, not saying we are successful at all. Not we, at all. We are not good. Like I said earlier, one playoff appearance between two of us got my back blown out. So we are around the same tier, whatever tier C out of red zone. If there's A through D. Um, but so what do you think makes Moji, Aston, Kelly, all these guys that are constantly in there so successful? Just watching it and, and talking with them, I know that, and this is me just being honest, good GM work is going to mean more than your stake skills every single time. And these guys have different philosophies and how they build a roster. Um, like Moji, you know, he obviously has a much different style than uh, Aston did or Adele did. So, like, gym work is really good to have uh, in your belt. And these guys are the elite GMs, guys who have people on the block, people who they're reaching out to people and trying to make deals with people. Uh, you know, they're saying, hey, do you have this guy on the block? You know, I'll send you this guy for him. They are proactively seeking uh, assets for their team that can make them better and make them competitive. So, good GM work. Is, is greater than any stick skill that you can have. And they're invested in a way where they – like, this is this is true. Uh, they put out media. Like, you know, Kelly may not put out a ton of media, but, like, Aston does. Adele does. Moji does. They put out media, so they have an investment into the league where they know what's going on, they know the trends, they know who they are, and they are successful. So good GM work. They're proactive in how they do things, and they and they're invested in the league in a media sense as well. Uh, I like that, and my my idea behind it is you see guys like Aston and Kelly, and they spend their free time investing into red zone, like looking at schemes and plays and players, and this is their number one hobby. Where I love the red zone, but it is not. If I have spare time, I'd rather I'd rather go play disc golf than hop on Madden. I'm not saying I don't like red zone, 
but this is what they do. It's what they love to do. And the more time they invest in it and the free practice and scrimmages is time that other guys aren't, they're going to learn the different nuances and be better at the game than guys that aren't putting the time in. So as much time as you put into red zone, you're going to reap the benefits from it. That's a good, that's a good take. Um, Cause they, they do. I mean, they're in there. They're, they have spreadsheets where they know like what their roster moves they need to make going forward. Who are they keeping? Who are they trading? Uh, what contracts are they extending? All of that put together is ultimately what makes them successful. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, I definitely need to put some more time in, obviously, but that's that's what these guys are. You don't even have to question if they're in the playoffs or not. Yep, perennial perennial guys every year. And hopefully people will become more invested in the same ways that they are, and we'll see some – because we had a lot of parity last cycle. Hopefully the, the same amount of parity is going to be there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this pod before we wrap it up? Uh, go Cards, baby. Uh, hopefully we win some games. I uh, hope the, the first season of Red Zone we start next January is going to be good. And the kickoff games are going to be awesome. It'll be really cool. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I just want to wrap it off by saying uh, wrap it up, wrap it off. I am super excited for this cycle. Um, I love my team. Tighten up. Um, I'm excited to see all these guys in new places where I think they'll be really successful and really fun to watch play each other. Um, so – Without any further ado, best of luck to you guys throughout the seasons. I'm sure Spencer and I will get together and do more of these when more newsworthy stuff comes out. Um, so you can go ahead and sign off, Spence, and then I will sign off behind you. Red Zone, appreciate y'all tuning in if you made it this far. Uh, we love you. We appreciate that. And enjoy the cycle. Enjoy the, the beauty of Madden. Don't let COVID get you down, and it'll be good. All right, guys, it was a pleasure, and we will see you next time.